Welcome to the Female Founder Squad podcast. We're so delighted to have with us a really inspirational and super busy mom of three, Rosie Kaur. Rosie is a business coach. She has a Bitcoin trading academy. She is a pastor. She sells natural products. She is a powerhouse of energy. It's so inspiring, so busy. I mean, I can't believe how much stuff you have on your plate. We first met on Clubhouse and I just said to you, the first time I heard you speak on Clubhouse was like getting a punch in the face of energy. It was amazing and I, I knew that I had to get to know you. So welcome, Rosie Kaur. I'm so pleased to have you here. Oh my goodness, Zoe, thank you so much. I am super excited just for the opportunity to be on here with you. I think you are exceptionally awesome uh, uh, women. I love your passion. And same thing what you said while we were on Clubhouse. I was like, I need to connect with this woman. I love her energy. I, I, I felt your passion for women, for female, while you were speaking. So the feeling was mutual, you know, feeling was mutual. And I'm so excited to have the opportunity to be here with you on today. And as we dive into the conversation, I'm excited. So while we were teeing this up earlier, we were messaging each other on Instagram. We came up with the title of how do you become the person you were created to be when life throws you some curveballs? So my first question to you is with all of these titles that you have. I want to know what from your past inspired you to be the woman that you are today? Oh, wow. Thank you so much, Zoe, for that question. That could go like so many different ways. You know, we are happily divorced. I, When I went through a divorce, it was real nasty. You know, it was just one of those things that I did not imagine for it to end the way it did. But because it did, it was like a curveball. Now I could either be a victim or I can take the mindset to be like, yes, it happened. I'm going to deal with the emotion of that. It is reality that it happened. However, there is something that I have on the inside of me that is becoming. Life is consist of transitions. Life is consist of ups and downs. Just because down happened, I had to really get to a point where I did a soul search. Okay. I know that I'm at a place in my life where I'm kind of, you know, lost because all my life, I thought marriage, having kids, having two-parent home, working, having two incomes was what stability was. But once that rug was thrown off of me and things ended up, I had to really decide what do what do Rosie, what is it that Rosie desires? Was it what is it that the purpose of me is to exist? Because a lot of times, you know, when life throws us curveballs, we get to a point where we lose our identity. We we begin to feel sorry for ourselves. We begin to find ourselves not feeling worth it, not worthy because we feel rejected. We feel abandoned. All those feelings play big factor in our lives. But when you can really get to a point where you find yourself saying, okay, yes, this happened. The reality is that I need to grieve. The reality is that I need to deal with this. 
So in my future, I don't take what's happening in my present. And 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 to answer that in a smaller verses would be I had to make a decision that my future is a blank canvas and I can paint my future to whatever I feel on the inside of me. And there are so many people, even if you're listening to me now, you feel empty on the inside. You feel that there is more that you should be doing. That If you feel like that, trust your intuition, trust what you are feeling and, and take a pause for the cause. And when you take that pause for the cause, you will find yourself really searching your strengths. So when 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 the life thought curveball, I started looking for the strength that was on the inside of me, not on the outside, but the strength that was on the inside. And when I tapped into the strength that was inside, there was this beast that only <laughs> it was like, oh my God, I didn't know that this woman this 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 woman existed. You know, but I, I had to make the decision to be real with myself to say, you know what? Yes, it happened, but I'm gonna make the choice to tap into the inward strength as a woman. If we can birth a child and carry a child for nine long months we can do anything, you know, I birthed three kids. So like, oh my God, you know, it's just like, there is a strength. It takes strength to carry it out. And once I carry the strength, it kind of was like, okay, I can move on. And I I let go of, of the emotions. I, you know, I'm just like, you know, I'm not going to be emotional about it. It happened. I'm going to be true to my feelings. I'm going to be true to what, what I'm feeling and I'm a journalist and I'm going to develop a mindset and, and the strength and the structure and the stability that moving forward, I'm going to become the best version of me. Brilliant. I love that. And you know what? You're right, because it's not until we go through some really hard times that women actually find their strength and realize we are so much stronger than we think we are. You're totally right. And I love the fact that you decided to change your mindset around that and decided to be, you know, I can be anything I want to be. That was something one of my one of my mom's sayings growing up was you can just you can be anything you want to be. And I instill that in my kids now. So I'm interested in, you've just got so many different areas to you and they're so different. You know, I love the fact that you're a business coach. I love the fact you're into Bitcoin. I was totally floored at the fact that you were a pastor and then you also have natural soap products as well as the, the, you know, the, the, the awesome mother that you are. So let's get into the business side of things. What was your goals growing up business-wise? How did you attain them? What was your expectations of that? And did, you know, when we're speaking about curveballs, did the curveballs help you find the business, the paths that you're on now? Absolutely. You know, a lot of times in our life, we we discount our experiences. We discount the things that we deal with. We discount, you know, I'm a believer. So I had to get to a point. I wasn't always a believer, but life will present us with opportunities either to fight or flight, yeah. you know? So Me knowing that the things that I desired on becoming required me to sacrifice. So 
Before I could make a decision to be a business coach, to be a businesswoman, to be a mom, single mom of three children, to be a pastor and to be a, you know, John Maxwell coach, it required sacrifices. And, and, and after I made those sacrifices to develop me first, you know, and that's the key. It, you might be listening out there. You'll be like, oh, my, I have all these things that, that I am designed to do. I have all these business ideas. I have all these things that are going on the inside of me, but I really don't know how to tap into it. The key thing is preparation. Mm-hmm. When life throws curveballs, when life throws us things that that really we find ourselves questioning to flight, you know, then the, the normal, the norm, the norm is to flight when trouble comes in our life. The norm is that we're going to flight and we're not going to deal with it. And I, I had to really realize it, that my inner strength was far greater than what I was faced with. That that the curveballs in life, being a mom of three children with no support, being called to a pastor, going to going to John Maxwell coaching, you know, school, it was just one of those things like I have to really learn how to develop. You don't go to the next level, you grow to the next level. So those moments when life presented curveballs, those were growing pains. Life happens to all of us. You know, the the way life happens, it's not fair. Life Mm -hmm. is not fair. But because of those low moments, because of those moments where I knew that there was more on the inside of me than what I was like, I was settling for what was available, not what was designed for me to have. And I made up my mind that I'm not going to stay where I'm at. I'm going to develop a strength that is uh, resilient. I I knew I was going to be tenacious. I was going to, I was going to prepare myself for the opportunity and I was going to prepare myself to become love and, and, and whatever comes my way. I knew after I conquered and after I identify that there is an inner strength in me, I can do anything. Hell yeah. So did you always know or always want to be an entrepreneur? Absolutely. I I grew, I'm a farmer's granddaughter. So, you know, in India, like uh, farmers, you know, they kind of entrepreneurs, you know, there's a lot of things that are happening in India right now that, you know, but like farmers are dealing with a lot of different things. So I was farmer's granddaughter and I watched my grandfather. I watched my uncles. I watched, you know, uh, them harvest. They were, you know, plant seeds and wait for the harvest. And I never understood that why were they planting seeds and why they had to wait for, you know, the harvest time to come. And so I was like, you know what, I'm not going to be the typical farmer's wife. That that was just growing up in India, you know, it was just like, I am not going to be that typical person that just wait. I was like, I'm going to create. So that was that. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> I'm not going to wait. I'm going to create. So I, I love it. I, I develop, I develop that mindset that I'm not just going to wait for the opportunity. I'm going to create it. And I believe that's where 
my entrepreneurship came in. You know, I was 16 when I came to the United States. Let's talk about your um, entrepreneurial journey. How old were you when that started? Okay, so I was in my 20s. You know, I, I used to write ideas. I used to write, you know, different things that I wanted to do. But, you know, a lot of times we have ideas, but if there's no funding behind yeah. the idea and you just like sit down. But like I, I mentioned to you before, being in India, I, you know, I developed the mindset that I'm going to not wait, I'm going to create. Yeah. So when after going through a divorce and, you know, becoming two, two family household to one with three children, I had to make a decision that I wasn't going to allow my children to suffer behind two adults yeah. that made the decision that this wasn't going to work out. Yeah. This wasn't going to work out. And so I I started digging. I started seeing what do I need to do? Because my goal was um, literally five years from now, like this month, um, really? my goal was to provide strength, stability, and structure to my children. And yeah. those three things were my drive uh, behind not just settling for just enough, you know, I yeah. did Uber Eats, did Amazon Flex, did, you know, everybody, everybody see the fruit of what I'm becoming. I, I don't yeah. even think I'm 3% of where I'm, I'm going to be, where I'm going to be. So, so with that being said, just, you know, it was those three things that really, really helped that. me. Yeah, I love that. What was the first entrepreneurial journey for you? What was the first business that you started and what got you into that? What was the inspiration around it? Well, the first business I got into was becoming a publishing company. Like okay. I, I I wanted to help other people to, because I wrote a book. Yeah, I wrote a book and I, I really did, didn't have the, enough money, you know, to to pay for to publish it. So I figure out how to self-publish it and start my own publishing company, RK Publishing. And that was my drive behind it to help other people that want to self-publish it, not per se pay me to do it, but I will help them to start it. And that's where it all started. Awesome. What's the book called? What was your book called? I have several. One is Reset. One is Power to Exit. Faith Confessions to Live in Victory. Life after Divorce. So I have all of these. Where do you get this time, woman? What? Like, I want to know how you. How do you do that? How do you do all that? Just managing the time. You know, just managing the time. Wow. Okay. So. Where are you with? When did you get into the coaching side of things? Like, where? How did that happen? Yeah, I got into the coaching side things about four years ago. I was really always wanted to help people. I knew that, that there was a gifting on the inside of me to naturally help people and to naturally, you know, get people to respond to my voice. Uh, yeah, voice. Yeah. And so I joined John Maxwell coaching uh, group and that really, that really helped me yeah, to, yeah. you know, over overcome the barriers in my life to be like, okay, I could be somebody's coach. Yeah. Yeah. I think you'd be a great coach. How's that going then? Yeah. Well, I've been doing it for past two years. Uh, it's definitely going good. I have an online school, RK, yep. rkschool.org, which is basically a subscription that you get all the audio lessons from it. That kind of really, you know, while we in COVID, that was the best way to do the coaching. 
Yeah, I saw that last week on Instagram and I thought, wow, I need to I need to look into that because it just looks really, really useful, especially for, for where I am at the moment. What about the Bitcoin stuff? Oh, well, you know, like I mentioned before, I never wanted just not to have, just yeah. be limiting myself just to one thing. So opportunity came for me to learn how to multiply my money, how to learn a skill set that can possibly give me the freedom. You know, most entrepreneurs, you know, most self-employed people work, we work for money, but learning how to trade in a foreign exchange market was an opportunity presented to me while we were in pandemic last year. And yeah. I really was like, okay, this is Uber Eats is slow. DoorDash is slow. Other things are slow. So what do, how do I replace what, you know, yeah. what I'm doing, you know, coaching people really didn't have the money to pay for it, all of that. So I, really got partnered with the educational platform um, called I Am Mastery Academy that mm-hmm. teaches us the skill set. Yeah, it's like yeah. going to school, you know, to be a doctor, you you know the benefits of the doctor. But now I knew if I can learn the trading, if I can learn how to trade in a foreign exchange market, in a stock exchange market, it will provide me the skill set. Yeah. that I need that possibly can free me from all of that stuff. And I rather me working for money, money's working for me. And that's where this started. And currently I'm a platinum leader. I, I encourage every mom, every entrepreneur to kind of look into investment, uh, investing in you to learning, you know, because regardless of market going up or going down, y- you are making money. And so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely the way forward. I think investing, especially in crypto, is definitely the way forward now. So through all of your entrepreneurial, your journey for, you know, the past, did you say five years? To be be honest, I've only been consistent for the last three. (laughs) Okay. First two years was just, just trying. your feet. Yeah. 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 What's been the biggest challenges? Just, you know, like I I was saying earlier is not developing a good team, not developing a support system, not developing systems. So yes. for the first two years, oh, I'm I'm gonna be entrepreneur. Yes, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do that. And you're like, oh, this idea is a great idea, but who's the force behind this? Yeah. And so I had to learn to develop systems, and you know, people see success, but they don't see the work in the past. Yeah. So to all of those female entrepreneurs out there, especially the moms and the single moms, what is your giveaway to them? What's what would be your top? three tips as far as sustaining an entrepreneurial lifestyle? It would be just staying committed to the process. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Staying committed to the process. The process requires you to get out of yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The process requires you to really find your, your niche So I want to say to every female entrepreneur, don't lose your identity while you are on, you know, on your journey and endure the process. Because once you endure the process, whatever your promise is, it's going to come. Yeah. Awesome. What was your biggest win to date as far as your entrepreneurial journey? What's what's been your biggest win so far? Oh my God, there's so many of them. One of the biggest one was when my son needed, he needed his AAU. He, my, my, my son is a basketball player and he needed almost $1,000. And I knew what to do to make 24, 
thousand dollars in 24 hours. And so that was the big win to be like, oh, I don't need to go into my savings. I don't need, I was like, I knew exactly what I needed to and and to make that money. So that was like the big deal to me that I had to stress myself about it, that I was just able to go in and knew what to do to make that thousand dollars in 24 hours to pay for it the next day. Nice. What's next for you? What's in your immediate um, I am, future? My future, I am working on a transportation company. All the paperwork is done. And the only thing I'm waiting on is the Federal Transportation Department of U.S. to go ahead and give me my D- DOT and my broker numbers. So that's one of the things that you know I'm adding on to my portfolio going mm-hmm. into transportation industry. I'm working in what sense? So I have a passive income coming while I employing other people. Yeah. Nice. Awesome. And I'm working on a book, Restoration. That's that's the next one, Restoration, How to Be Restored Back to Royalty. And I think we women need to know we are the queens. Yeah. We, We are queens and queen will never leave her throne to, you know, become somebody else. So that that's the next big thing I'm working on is a book. Yeah. And so, you know, that speaking about women, empowering women, that's one of the things that we we picked up on that we had in common. What's what's your uh, passion about that? Where does that where does that come from? Where does that lead you? How does that empower you? What's your views on that? Well, what with females, I always want females because we complete one another. We don't compare. We 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 don't we we not we not competing to be the next so and so. I believe we all have same identity. So my passion brewed from women not having a voice in India. And so growing up, I always wanted to become that voice. I always wanted to bridge that gap. I always wanted to, you know, have a sister that I could encourage to be like, hey, let's do this. Let's walk through this. Let's make it happen. And 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 that that's where it is just growing up, not having a voice. And I want to help other yeah. women to 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 have voice and help other women to walk in their their purpose yeah i love that i love that and we're all about uh sisterhood over competition right all right well listen that has been inspiring it has been eye-opening and um just doing the research on you for today like Wow. I mean, I just like, I I just really admire what you do. I admire what you stand for. As a single parent, you are really inspirational. And, you know, I wish you all the best in the future. You share the, the, the panel with me every Saturday afternoon on our Female Founder Squad Club, hashtag sisterhood over competition. Final round is the quick fire round. So I do this at the end of every podcast. A couple of quick fire questions for you. What's your favorite piece of tech? i.e. software? My favorite piece? <laughs> yeah, like an app or whatever. I love the social live app. So that's my favorite tech thing. You know what that app does? Hey, if all the female entrepreneurs out there, you're listening to me, that app, social live app. I've not heard of that. Never heard of it? No. Yeah, social live app. So basically this app allow you, well, it's an app and it's also a software or um, a website. You you go to www.sociallive.us.us. I believe that's what it is. US. Okay. 
and it gives you the ability to pre-record your videos, to pre-record, and you can play it on your social media like you are live. So oh. it gave me the freedom of my time back. So that's my favorite technique. Oh, that's a good one. So that's like a cheat for all the Instagram reels, the IGTV, all of that stuff, right? Right. Because I don't want to do those live because I'm like, how do I look? Have I got something in my teeth? You know, like edit it and you can put it. That's that's the power behind it. Okay. How do you stay informed? How do I stay? I I educate myself. My I'm big on education. I'm I'm big on self-development. I'm big on I'm only good to someone else with the information and the impartation that I receive. So I'm always around great women, great group of people that I'm not the smartest in the room. Yeah, I love that. I love that. All right. Favorite book, either of 2021 or 2020? My favorite book of of 2021 I'm reading currently is 10X. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. 10X is just taking your your drive to 10x 10x level and 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 2020 was i I really revisited the book it's called the sales dog you know we we compete with such a dominated world that i wanted to learn how to how to close so that that was pretty good like you know developing my sales pitch nice and so last question favorite twitter or instagram account Favorite or Twitter, book. Instagram. I I am big fan of what's his name. He's an influencer. He he does a lot of. I think. Uh, let me let me look it up real quick because I don't want to give the wrong information. He's the author of a book called. He's the, his name is Zig Ziglar. Like yeah, Zig Z I G. Uh-huh. Z-I-G-L-A-R. So Zig Ziglar, he's, he's oh. a big, yeah, he all-rounded. He has books on courtship, marriage, because I do plan to date, get in the dating world, you know, once, you know, I settle in my life yeah. again. And he has books on self-development. He has books on personal development. He has books on business. He He's sales. So he's he's well-rounded. So Nice. Right. That's it. That's the end of our uh, quick fire round. I just want to say a huge thank you. You are really, truly inspirational. I love speaking to you. You always bring the energy and the knowledge and you just the kindness and all of that. So I appreciate your time today. I know you're a busy woman. Thank you for joining me. Hi, thanks for having me. Hey, female entrepreneurs, let's make it happen. All right. Check Rosie out on Instagram. She has a link tree that has a list of all the things that she's doing. Um, Your Instagram account is? At Rosie Quartz.